Matthew, the 28th chapter, verses 18 through 20. Amen. And it reads as, And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you, and lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the world. Amen. Bow your heads as we pray and bless the word. Most Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus. Lord, we ask your blessings upon the word of God this morning. We thank you, O God, for this Lord's day. Lord, we thank you for the church, O God. We thank you for, O God, how you're keeping us and you're protecting us throughout this ordeal, O God. Lord, we pray, O God, that you would continue to strengthen the faith of the believers, O God. Strengthen us, O God. Help us to grow in love and grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Lord, we pray especially for those that may be sick, oh God, those, oh God, that may have lost their jobs, God, in the name of Jesus, due to, oh God, the situation the world seems to be in right now. But Lord, we believe, oh God, you are the way maker. You are the author and the finisher of our faith. Oh God, we ask you to bind everything that is not like you that would hinder, oh God, outside of your will, oh God, every believer now. In Jesus' name we pray. Lord, we ask you to bless the man servant, oh God. Give me clarity of speech, wisdom, knowledge, and understanding, we pray in Jesus' name. And everyone said, Amen. 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 The subject is it'll have a subtopic, but the subject is the process of making a disciple with the subtopic edification. Amen. Now, discipleship is seemingly has been lost to the Christian community. Everybody wants to be a Christian, but nobody wants to be a disciple. Now, a disciple can be anybody, so you have to get a clarification when somebody is saying that they are a disciple. A disciple in the biblical sense is a follower of Jesus Christ or the apostles that followed Jesus Christ. Now, therefore, now, if you're going to be a disciple of Jesus, you have to be a follower of follower of his teachings or a follower of the apostles' teaching, which will all really basis in the basic sense is the same thing. So when we uh, say that uh, we're moving in the vein of God or we're, we're in the process of becoming disciples of Christ, we are following, we adhere to. We obey the words that Jesus taught. And I, I think that that really needs to be 
clear now in the time that we're in. Now, it seems like this is a time where God may be resetting some things because we have followed man's teaching and we followed uh, outside of the plan of God. We followed after denominationalism. We followed some of everything, but we, we have jumped off from following Jesus. Now, in other uh, religions, you have folks that follow different uh, other people. Uh, 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 the only one I think of the Muslim, no, no disrespect towards them and no uh, ill intent. But they follow uh, Islam. And Islam, if you follow something that is off, you're guaranteed to be off. But when you look at for the point of salvation. Now, Jesus here in Matthew 28 and 19 is teaching the disciples that he has already taught about the basics of being in the kingdom of God and being in the church to make other disciples based on what he taught. Now, they didn't have any problem knowing who the Father was because Jesus taught them that I and my Father are one. Yeah. When you have seen me, you have seen the Father. Yeah. So it, it was no trickery here that they later on you find in Acts the, uh, the, uh, 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 Acts, uh, they taught that baptism for the remission of sin was done in Jesus' name. Yes. Uh, so there, there, was, there was no confusion there. Uh, baptizing them in the name of the Son and uh, the Holy Spirit. Now, he, he was the Son of Man, which is also the Son of God. Uh -huh. He came from the Father. Yes. The Holy Spirit was... Uh, his father. He was the offspring of the Holy Spirit. Yes. So, you know, it, it's no trickery here, but we, you, brothers and sisters, you must move forward in faith. Now, I, I know what some uh, religion and denomination teach, but remember, we're not teaching denomination. We're teaching what the apostles said, and we're teaching what Jesus said about him. Now, it, it would be strange for me to go and ask somebody about you and not ask you about you. You have a more clear, decisive picture about who you are. Somebody else is a perception of you. So Jesus knew exactly who he was. And he said, now, go ye therefore. Now he's telling now, I'm going to send you out. Now, Jesus did this quite often. He sent his disciples out and he stayed behind because they had to know how to go out into the world and to reach the world. Now, he tells them to go out and teach all nations. Teach all nations. Everybody, teach everybody. No, you know, you know the, the gospel tells us that we should all mind the same thing. There should be no confusion 
in the gospel or in the church of God anywhere. When you come across, when they say they believe what the apostles taught, they were very clear in what they taught. They taught that Jesus was God in the flesh. Uh, they taught about baptism and in Jesus. And, and, then, and then that's where we get evangelism from. Evangelism is teaching or preaching of Jesus Christ. Spreading the gospel is preaching in the teaching of Jesus Christ. You know, you know no wonder there's so much great confusion now because... Everybody is preaching man wisdom and not the wisdom and the knowledge of God. Now, Jesus is the only one that can save and deliver the people from their sin. And, 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 and now you can't get a good sermon about the salvation of Jesus Christ. You can't get a good clear-cut picture that if I follow God, he can and he will not only heal me, but he will deliver me from my sin. So now, brothers and sisters, we, we, we're now, he's telling them now, baptize them. Uh, now, well, the baptism. Now, that was immersing them in Jesus' name. Now, they were covered from head to toe, from toe to nothing was out. When you bury somebody, you don't leave their thumb sticking up. You don't leave a foot up above ground. You completely bury them, and that is a symbol of death. Brothers and sisters, we die. And we, when we rose up, we rose to rise in the newness of life. We rose to be children of God. We rose to be Christian. You know, it, it, it's not strange that they were first called Christians at Antioch because they replicated what Jesus Christ did. And see, this is the problem with us today. We don't replicate or duplicate what Jesus Christ did. We're duplicating uh, nationalities. We're duplicating denominations. We're duplicating everybody but Jesus Christ. No wonder we can't get heaven to say amen to the way we live. Uh, and so here, now we're faced with now uh, that the baptism is correct. Baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost, Spirit, Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. Mm -hmm. Now, the Holy Ghost, and we knew that there not only were this was uh, 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 necessary, but these are also periods in dispensation. You got introduced to the Father God before you met the Son God. And then when the son left, he said, I will send you another comforter. We're in the dispensation of the comforter, the Holy Ghost. And teaching them to observe. You, we've got to do what it is that the Lord called the church to do. That's why we got to pull some of this stuff uh, out of our lives. 
We've got a holy now seek after God with the intent uh, to observe the teaching and the practices that he mandated that his followers to do. Now, a disciple is simply a follower of Jesus Christ and the apostles that followed him. We are now to like they became in Antioch, they became a community of believers. Now, a community means a, a group of people living in the same place are having a particular characteristics in common. Now, we may not live in the same neighborhood, but we are part of Christ's community because we have the characteristics of God in common. So it, it shouldn't be strange when, when they call them Christians at Antioch. They act like Jesus folk. Yes. And you know, the thing that they, they knew about the apostles, that these men were ignorant and unlearned. But they knew that they had spent time with Jesus. Now, this is what we've got to work on. That, that folk, well, we, it's not so much what you say. is that people know that you have spent time with Jesus. It, it's not that you don't have to go around, hot, 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 every time you turn around. But by the characteristics that we produce People should know that we are children of God. You know, and, 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 and you know, when you look at uh, evangelism, uh, it talks about teaching. Now, these were two uh, mandates that Jesus gave the church. You've got to make disciples. You got to baptize them. You got to teach them and, and make disciples. And see, this is the thing that we must understand and, 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 and learn from what he's talking about when he's talking about edification. See, edification is somewhat uh, uh, different, but sometimes the line crosses in parallel for teaching the community of believers. It, it, it teaches us how to govern our conduct. It teaches us how to morally exhibit Christ's conduct in our life. It teaches us how to morally or intellectually represent Christ. And so this is, is no reason why, uh, uh, it should help us rather, to understand the reason why the Lord called the Corinthian church on the things that they were doing and participating in. Every true believer should want to have a life that's of godly moral and godly intellect. And, 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 and so it, it should cause us to really watch where we stand. And, 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 and you must understand that in order for us to get this and to grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, we must put off the old man and put on the new man and walk purpose.
leprously in the life of the Spamarasote in the spirit of Jesus Christ. See, the thing that we must understand that, that if you pull off or you take off the old man like you were taking off your clothes and put on the new man like you putting on clothes of Jesus Christ, we already got this thing already whipped. Ah, I, I wish I had a church right there. Right. Uh, uh, so so he, he, he instructs us that we should be followers of Jesus Christ and that we should all be minding the same thing. Lord have mercy. If you got some stinking thinking that is not like Jesus Christ, if you and I are letting our flesh to continually rule us and to manipulate us, that is not like Jesus Christ. You know what he even remember when he came? He said, I come to do the will of my father. And, and we should tell ourselves when we get up in the morning, when we go to bed at night, when we do whatever we I come to do the will of my Father. It's not my will, but God let your will be done. You know, he taught us that in the model prayer. Well, you know, in, in the things that we should be doing. It even told us now, whatever, whatsoever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatsoever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Now he's telling us you are a product of heaven here on earth. I, yeah. I wish I had somebody that, that could believe that this morning. So he teaches us that we must obey everything that God has commanded. You know, that is hard for the flesh. But that's why we've got to come out of the flesh and live in the spirit. We've got to come out of the flesh community and live in the spiritual community where not, uh, our, we can uh, edify one another to live a moral and a peaceable life before God. Uh, you know, as I said, before God, because number one, People are not comfortable with you and I being saved. People are not comfortable when you and I are not cursing and, 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 and living a, sin, a, a sinless life. They're more comfortable when we, they can uh, call or we allow our flesh to dictate to us what we say and how we think. Uh, the Bible says, as a man thinketh, so is he. If you think like a sinner, you are a sinner. But if you think like, if you think like a child of God, you are a child of God. Uh, I wish I had somebody that could believe that this morning. Uh, uh, so as a man thinketh, so is he. You know, you know the no wonder the, the enemy comes back to challenge us on this front. Uh, he's trying to make you and I disbelieve God. They're trying to make you and I not believe that God can cause this transformation or this metamorphosis to happen in our life. Trying to make us feel like we are not worthy. Uh, but uh, there's no issue there. We know we don't deserve this. But, but, but because grace 
in mercy, huh? And because of what God did on Calvary, hey, it caused us, and he makes us worthy through his own blood. I wish I had somebody right there. It is the blood of Jesus that makes us worthy to be called children of God. Oh, we can't wake up not in any good morning and relax, uh, and relax the fact that uh, I made it, uh, we can't relax the fact. I don't care how much how much time you spend in the world or in the body of Christ. You cannot relax the fact that if it wasn't for the grace of God that brought you in and kept you here, you would be right back out there. I wish I had somebody right there. So we must understand that he has caused us uh, to become uh, uh, a part of his body. Uh, what is why? Uh, what is edification, uh, and why is it important uh, to live to the lives of believers? Uh, the word edification is used in the New Testament, uh, which is literally translated uh, as the building of a house. Uh, the word appeared in the King James Bible only twenty times. And then only in the New Testament. And it is translated into phrases such as build up. Or in more modern translations, interestingly, and used also limited to Paul's letter as a dictionary definition of edifying or edify is to instruct or to improve, especially in moral and religious knowledge. Uh, you know what? Uh, why it's important that we uh, not to participate where we come uh, uh, back where we came from, uh, which is in sin. Uh, to let the world know that God has brought us out. Uh, yes, we know how to curse him. Uh, we know how to swear. We know how to do everything that the world does. Uh, but brothers and sisters, don't let no filthy communication uh, proceed out out of your mouth. If you got to bite your tongue, if you got to put your hand over your mouth, if you got to walk away and shed tears, don't let any filthy communication proceed out of your mouth. Brothers and sisters, I know it's challenging, but you can't even afford to roll your eyes. You will misrepresent Jesus. Brothers and sisters, I know your flesh says it's hard but the Bible says a way of a transgressor is hard but you've got to make up in your mind that I'm going to follow Jesus Christ the whole church said I'm on my way to heaven and I'm so glad one writer said the things that I used to do I don't do no more in the places that I used to go. I don't go no more. I do anybody live in life like I used to. I don't go there no more. God has changed 
change uh, my mind. Uh, I wish I had some folks out there. Uh, the vine's definition uh, captures the meaning as well. Uh, edification is more than just encouragement. Uh, it includes an activity uh, that results in more Christ-likeness. Uh, to be like Jesus. Uh, on earth, I want to be like him. Uh, you know what, brothers and sisters? Uh, we've got to make it up in our mind. Uh, we've got to study what the Bible said uh, about Jesus. Uh, when he was reviled, uh, he reviled not again. Uh, when they made accusations uh, and they said all manner of things against him, uh, he opened not his mouth. Uh, I'm a brother. Brothers and sisters, it's time now to put on Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Even oneself or another. Believers, edification may be individual or corporately. Individuals can edify oneself by participating in various spiritual disciplines. Everybody needs to fall in love with that word discipline. That's why you make yourself do what Christ would have you to do. We, we, we love to talk about undisciplined children. That's a bad child. That's a hard-headed child. Huh? But can you imagine uh, the day God looks down on us as children of God? Uh, we don't want him to say uh, we lack self-discipline. Uh, we're disobedient, uh, unruly, and unthankful. Uh, hallelujah. Uh, that's why we've got to partake uh, in private prayer life. Uh, in private worship, my brothers and sisters, the things you do at church, you got to go home and do them. The thing you practice at church, you got to go home and do them. It's bad when a preacher don't preach at church and don't preach at home too. It's bad when a prayer or a prayer warrior won't pray at church and won't pray at home either. God, it tells you something. If you're weak at home, you're weak at church too. I wish I had somebody. Generally, however, the concept of edification in the New Testament church applies to the corporate body. Mutual edification involved helping one another along the road in Christ's likeness. You know one thing that we must remember the New Testament church, they had all things common. We wasn't, they weren't breaking down and talking about one another. How one another wasn't no good and one another wasn't going to make it. But they encouraged one another. 
They prayed for one another. They checked on one another. I don't care, brothers and sisters. We'll never make it to heaven by ourselves. God has fixed this thing so that we are part of the church. Need every called out believer. Irregardless of whether you know my calling is particularly for. God has fixed this thing so that we are building fitly framed together. We are the body of Christ. We don't know who's important. The hands can't say to the feet, I don't need you. The eyes can't say to the mouth, I don't need you. I come to tell you today, we need each other to flow in the body. The way God wanted us to flow and to build up his church. Hallelujah to God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. God didn't come to make us weak, but God come to make us strong. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God. Hallelujah to God. You need to tell somebody, I'm going to put on the whole armor of God. I'm going to do it while it's day. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Paul tells the Ephesian church, 4 and 12, and repeated in 1 Corinthians 14, 1 through 26, that the edification is one of the reason of the spiritual gifts are given to believers, that we may edify one another. If you a preacher, he gave it to you to edify the church. If you are the apostle, a preacher, a teacher, he gave it for the edifying of the body. He didn't give it to you to look deep. He didn't give it for you to look like you could go to heaven by yourself. He gave it to you to build up the body of Christ. If he gave you the gift of songs, to make melody in your heart by the Holy Ghost. Or he gave you the ability to sing hymns. He gave it to you for the body of Christ that we may edify. We may build up one another and tell one another we can make it. Paul states that more than a few times that the building of the church is the reason of his apostolic authority, of his apostolic anointing. Even your prayer life.
life is for the building up of the body. You can see countless times when the apostles, they prayed for the gift of the calling to be stirred up in their lives. Where they went to Ephesus, Mesopotamia, or to preach the gospel in Corinth, or it's time for us to be redirected. You want to know where your power going to come from. You want to know where your ability to stand is going to come from. It's going to come from you being edified in the body of Christ through the word of God into the word of his apostles hallelujah hallelujah the church church must work to edify itself even for the overall health of the members hallelujah to God the church exists as a community we are called out group you didn't put yourself in the body if you hear it's because Jesus draws you to the body of Christ my brothers and sisters we must challenge ourselves now as we see the days approaching of Jesus soon return because most of all we've got to be ready hallelujah to God we've got to be ready like no other generation because the other generation left the foundation of truth we've got to get back on the foundation of truth and hold to it like nobody's business what is this truth we must build one another up the world does a good job in tearing us down as believers they constantly trying to tear down our faith constantly trying to make us believe is all that necessary hallelujah to God trying to challenge us on the front that there is more than one way to heaven but my Bible tells me there is only one way to God and it's very emphatic that Jesus is the way Jesus said I'm the way the truth and the light no man cometh to the Father but by 
me. We've got to go back and stand on the foundation of what Jesus said to the church. I'm standing on that rock. Hallelujah. 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 Hallelujah to God. Then we must understand they come to tear us down to make us feel inadequate and insuperior or inferior to the norms of Christian religion. Hallelujah to God. We don't mind you being Christian, but they try to make us believe it don't take all that. Can you imagine? They tried to do it to the apostles. But I like what they said one day. Men and brethren, who do we need to obey? We ought to obey God rather than man. Hallelujah, hallelujah. You've got to predetermine now. Who are you going to obey? Are you going to obey what God said? Are you going to obey what the Word said? Are you going to obey what the Apostle said? Are you going to obey what man said? My brothers and sisters, if you want to edify the church, and if you want to build up believers, and most importantly, if you want to build up yourself, you've got to follow what Jesus said. Hallelujah, hallelujah. The apostle writes to the church in 1 Ephesians 5 and 11. It's the American Standard Version. Encourage one another and build one another up just as you're doing. Hallelujah. You love building yourself up in your most holy faith. Praying in the Holy Ghost. That's Jude, Jude rather 1 and 20. It is in the sight of God that we've been speaking in Christ offer your building beloved that's 2nd Corinthians 2 and 19 here's what building up one another looks like let us now let no corrupt communication come out of your mouth but only such that is good for building up in the fit occasion that you might give grace to those that hear. Oh, my brothers and sisters, now is the time 
that we consider one another. Oh, like the Bible warned us to consider one another. I can't say that. We got to talk to the devil now. If that gets back to my brother or sister, they may not feel right by what I said. Even though it is true, I can be reminded now of what my former pastor taught us. He said, let what you say into three cases. Is it kind? Is it true? Or is it necessary? Most of the time, it won't be kind. It won't be true. Or it won't be necessary. Let it pass all three gates before you say it. Hallelujah to God. Now we must come to the reality of the fact that I am my brother's keeper. Now I don't know if you notice. It is God that puts his folks together. That's how, why. I'm more determined now than ever to know that we can make it. We didn't choose one another, but it was the grace of God that put us together, unique as we all are. But united we stand, divided we fall, we're tighter than pantyhose. Two sides small. Hallelujah to God. Brother, sister, I may not have been where you've been, but I know God can bring you out because of where I've been. And you have the same testimony. You don't know where I've been, but based on where you've been, you know you got a God that can bring me out. I feel like walking a while. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Now Paul tells Timothy, until I come, devote yourself to public reading of the scripture, to exhort, to teach, to preach the word. Be ready in season and out of season. Reprove, rebuke, and exhort with patience and teaching. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Brothers and sisters, you got to eat the word of God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Like God told the scribe in the Old Testament, I believe he told Jeremiah, eat the whole roll. Though it be bitter in your mouth, it'll be sweet in your belly. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah to God. I come to tell somebody, get rid of your excuses. You may have cursed and sweared before the day, but I challenge you to repent and tell God to move those words off of your lips, out of your mouth, off of your heart. Hallelujah to God. You may not have thought like a child of God today, but I come to challenge you. No, don't look at this world, but look outside of this world. Look at the world to come and tell God, I want to be ready to go back with you when you come. Hallelujah, my brothers and sisters. You got to challenge yourself with the edification of God's words. You got to remove the uncleanliness out of your life. Where there is uncleanliness, you got to cleanse yourself with the word of God. Hallelujah. You've got to wash yourself by the word of God. Therefore, you're going to have to read it loud. And you got to read it with the purpose. You've got to spend some quality time. Not just letting the words come in your mind. But let it come off your lips. So it'll cleanse your lips. Cleanse your tongue. I believe the writer said, I am a man of unclean lips. Hallelujah. And I'm amongst of a meal of a people of unclean tongue. But he took a live coal off the altar of God. And he touched his mouth. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You're going to have to ask God to cleanse your uncleanliness today. Hallelujah. So you got to let the word of God sanctify your ears. Hallelujah. So to get in your mind. Then sit down in your heart. Then move through your body. I wish I had a church. 1 Thessalonians 5 and 11. Therefore, comfort each other. Oh, my brothers and sisters. This is a time for you and me to call one another. Tell somebody in the faith. I'm not saying you're weak, but I'm telling you to be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole arm of God. I'm not saying you're a quitter, but stay in there. Stay in the race. I'm not saying you're trying to give up, 
But hold on a little while longer. Hold on, hold on, church. A little while longer. Just don't give up. Hallelujah. Just as old you're doing. Keep doing what you're doing. And do what you do more often than you're doing. Hallelujah. First Corinthians 10. The verse is 23. All things are lawful to me. But all things are not helpful. You got to tell some folks that. Yeah, I'm saved. I can do that if I want to do it. But it's not lawful for me. And it ain't expedient for me. If one of my saved brothers or sisters see me doing that, it may damage their faith. Hallelujah. All things are lawful, but all things don't edify. I want when I'm walking, and I don't see none of my brothers and sisters. They may see me, but they want to say, there go my brother there. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah to God. Romans 14 and 19. Therefore let us pursue the things which make peace and the things by which made edify one another. I come to tell you brothers and sisters, husbands and wives, children and family, you got to go after peace right now. Hallelujah. You got to pursue peace right now. Hallelujah to God. You got to edify one another. You can't think that the enemy going to come in the church, going to come in your house and build your marriage up. You can't think that the enemy going to come in your house and tell your children they ought to obey you rather than anybody else. You got to build yourselves up on the word of God. Hallelujah. 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 I wish I had me somebody that believed the Lord. Hallelujah to God. The root word of edify is edifying. That take that like that of building a foundation in face of the structure of a building that's built the by the upon the body of the church. Hallelujah's cast. We got a foundation church. And God has already known, let us know. Jesus is the cornerstone. The apostles is also built up on that foundation. 
I don't care where your struggles lead. Don't you fall off the foundation. I don't care what they say and what comes down the pipe. Don't you lose that foundation. Hallelujah, hallelujah. You got to let love be your directive now. You got to love ye one another as Christ loved the church. And he gave himself for it. You got to tell yourself, I don't care what your struggles are. You were bought with a price. You were fully paid for. Your deliverance is already here. I wish I had somebody. You mean to tell me. You know. The problem that the slaves had. When the masters set them free. They couldn't stop thinking like a slave. Hallelujah. Hallelujah to God. You know the problem with us saved folk. That when God saved us. We got a problem. We keep thinking like sinners. But I challenge you today. Think like a child of God. Think like a blood-bought child of God. I plead the blood over my life. Every area and every aspect of your life. That you know is not pleasing to God. I plead the blood of Jesus over this area in my life. In body, I bring you under subjection to the word in the will of God. I challenge you today. Edify yourself. I'm not asking you. To touch and agree with nobody but Jesus today. All oh, the work that Lord you begin to do in me until the day that you return, Lord, creating me a clean heart, renewing me a right spirit. Let the words of my mouth in the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight oh Lord my strength and my redeemer I come to tell you he didn't redeem us with corruptible things but incorruptible things he come to redeem us by the power of heaven Oh my God. Hallelujah. 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 For those of you that I may have challenged this morning to be a disciple of Christ, go look 
at that thing. If you got a Bible, it's about the relationship of the disciples that Jesus sent his disciples out to make disciples. Are you manifesting the life of a disciple? Are you manifesting the faith of a disciple? A disciple has the faith to believe that Jesus is God and that Jesus is going to do for him what he did for Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, Peter, Jude, Andrew, Mark, and all the rest of the disciples. God's going to take care of me just like he took care of them. Oh, I wish I had a church. Hallelujah. And I'm convinced now if you grow in the grace in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ the gift of the Spirit of the Holy Ghost will, will manifest itself in our lives and bring back the spiritual gifts to the church oh y'all don't hear me cause God wants us to know you ain't in this by yourself even though the devil try to tell you you serve an absentee God God don't know what's going on but you have the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in other tongues as the Spirit of God give you utterance to let you know you're never alone even while you're sleeping, God is right there. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God gave you grace this morning. Brothers and sisters, grace from God is like a blank check. But we've got to live this life. We've got to eat the word more particular now. And we've got to be careful who we let speak in our ears concerning a word that which they say is from God it must be directed by the B-I-B-L-E or the teachings of the apostles oh, my brothers and sisters be encouraged today you can make it you can take it you can go through any Thing that God has sent your way cause greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world hallelujah hallelujah to God I'm going to leave it with you amen, amen. what a word <laughs>